Wow. Whatever you want, Bessie. Wow. Wow. I love audio. It's my passion. <laughs> audio design is my passion. Audio design is my passion. Audio design is, is my, my passion. passion. That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> Hi, my name is my audio design, design is my, my passion. passion. <laughs> That'd be awful. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> Hi, my name is Indian. Boy, has this week been rough. <laughs> yeah, I needed that giggle. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, it was a surprise surprise attack. Oh my goodness! You were just like, which one's the right side of the I, yeah, microphone? Yeah, I was like, is this a, is this which side is the better side? It's you know that like those kind of like, oh, all right. Yeah. Well, okay. So I was I was telling you about the new complex. Uh, my the university that you graduated from uh-huh. and that I currently go to just opened up a new studio space. Basically, mm-hmm. it's a new two story building filled with only stuff for films yeah so we have a bunch of sound stages we have theaters we also mm-hmm. have um we also have rooms that are designed for audio design mm-hmm. so they have literally like 15 speakers throughout the room yeah and so yesterday we watched part of psycho nice the hitchcock great movie i i've never seen it so i'm watching really? it i'm watching it this weekend with my dad nice. but we, we that one they, and the birds Love those movies from him. Yeah, I've never seen any Hitchcock, Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. we're watching some this weekend. You got any news for us? I do! I have Anne Hathaway news for you. Oh my god! I also (laughs) was gonna, like, say something last recording. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, the Lord of the Rings show started. Yeah. Um, the Game of Thrones show started. God, I had news last week that I was like, I don't know. (laughs) Have you started watching the Lord of the Rings show? Yes. So, so two episodes came out and they're they're pretty good i will say it's like it's different yeah than the hobbit and right. the lord of the rings trilogy it's weird not having peter jackson's name sure. like attached sure. to it um the the design is great it apparently it's been approved for five seasons Ooh. so it's gonna be like a five season run kind okay. of thing so we'll mm-hmm. see where that goes i don't know right now it's kind of like sure. A little all over the place it feels like they're trying to give us a frodo ripoff oh, okay Mostly it's people on the internet being, like, racist of because course. there's way more people of color, yeah. which should have been how it was. In the beginning. Fr- from the beginning. Right. Just because it's a fantasy world doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that it's, like, white yeah. people. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Like, that's not that's not how it works. I remember those arguments that were just like, but it, it's based in, like, Europe. And you're just like, but it's not Europe. <laughs> like, it's- you also know that there's melanin in right. Europe, right? But also, like, if there's dragons, there can be black people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well that's how it feels with um house of the dragon too which is the game of thrones right. show um i've been watching it it's been great so far mm-hmm. i really don't have any complaints oh I'm wow pr- i'm probably gonna watch game of thrones again re- pretty soon okay it's really good mm-hmm. and they do have a more diverse cast nice not to say the game of thrones didn't have like a diverse cast uh-huh. but this one by far like there's already a couple big figureheads right. like especially on the king's council right like there's people of color right which you didn't really have before because mm-hmm. the only people of color in the show were like the slaves the, the dornish <laughs> yeah. people and the slaves yeah. from essos and it yeah. was like Ooh, <laughs> this ain't good chief <laughs> I have high hopes for it. Good. Even though, like, we all sort of know how the show's gonna end. Right. Because it's a prequel. We know that it yeah. leads to Game of yeah. Thrones. But, um, yeah. I I am thoroughly enjoying it so far. Sick. It, it 
It's, yeah. it's great. Perfect. I'm having a great time. I'm glad you're having a good time. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but I have Anne Hathaway news for you. Okay. So, Anne Hathaway is set to star in a film adaptation of a Harry Styles-inspired fan fiction movie. Hell yeah. So, right after the fifth after movie was announced to start filming, mm-hmm. we got news that Anne Hathaway has been cast as the lead in a film adaptation of a popular fan fiction book inspired by the former One Direction member Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. Man can't catch a break. Truly, he's been... Dude, don't even talk <laughs> my entire TikTok page. No, he deserves the hate. No, he coming. truly does. Absolutely. <laughs> Especially after that video where it's like, oh my God, did he, he intentionally spit on Chris he Pine? <laughs> he didn't. I'm kind of hoping that he did he because Chris Pine could pummel the fuck out of oh, him. Oh no, he literally could. I saw a TikTok I love about Chris that. Pine. I, I do too. I saw a video that was just like, do you... Do you want me to know like do you know how yes, i yes, know is, is it the flip phone <laughs> yeah. thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i like, saw do that you this know morning the only people who have flip phones are like drug dealers cops from the 80s, cops from the 80s. <laughs> all those people can beat the shit out of you oh absolutely um, and harry styles kind of needs to get especially after oh my god the magazine stuff that happened right. with rolling stones yeah. where they were like the new king of pop and it was like yeah which i i'm not, I, it's, I'm not the, it's the problem of the person who wrote the article i will oh, say no, absolutely but yeah. it went through like people looked at it I and pu- decided to publish it like you can't i'm not i'm not in love with michael no. jackson or anything i don't listen to his music all but the we time we have to say the number one he is the king of pop what's the number one album of all time purchased or something is thriller is thriller yeah consistently you can't (laughs) you can't and just because harry styles goes on multiple world listen i'm gonna be straight up honest i don't like harry styles i'm not i'm i like his music just fine i'm not like a stanny in any way my sister is a stanny i know she is (laughs) i've never like stand over him i've been like okay he's okay i like some of his music i've never like had to fucking run and purchase the next whatever right like if it comes on in a store or on the radio I don't mind it, but I never seek it out. Right. So. So my thing, though, is just, like, the fact that, and I I talked about this in my Patreon episode, uh-huh. where, like, because I filmed that, I had to re-record re- re- mm-hmm, that after all the Venice Film Festival stuff had been coming out and whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so I was talking about, like, PR relationships, and I was like, I don't know if his relationship with Olivia Wilde is PR. I fucking hope it is, but, like, he doesn't have a great reputation of dating, like, fake feminists. Mm-hmm. Like, he has a very long reputation of dating, like, fake feminists. Yeah. Where, like, Olivia Wilde has, like, sorry, babe, you can't write a movie with, like, pure sexual assault and be like, the sex scenes are about female empowerment because the women come. <laughs> like, no, I, re- I remember when all that went Yeah, down, and, and like, Jesus that's my Christ. thing. It's just like that. And I think his PR team, as someone who works in PR, dropped the fucking ball. Because they're, they're, his PR team is, like, fully, like, leaning back in their chairs being like, Harry can do no wrong. He's perfect in every way, shape, and form. And so the magazine thing, yeah. this, this, all this fucking drama, and I understand that it's just like, well, then there was, sorry, not no, so go ahead. There was like the whole shtick of like Americans that would go over to Britain yeah. to see him perform, yeah. and they were getting like straight up fucking physically Bullied. assaulted. Yeah, like so, some of them were literally right. getting assaulted right. during his concerts, and he didn't say no, anything. he didn't. Which is not okay. Right. Even just, like, the, the like, leave America screaming that. Like, I remember Doja would do concerts where she would be like, hey, guys, we're not going to say the N-word <laughs> in this song, right? Like, anything. He yeah. could have said anything of just, Literally like, we're anything. not going to scream leave America this time because it's not funny. It's not cute. You're not doing what you think you're doing. Yeah. Right? 
that's just what it is like right. he's just he's not perfect and people want him to believe he's perfect but anyways so the book is called the idea of you and it's based on robin lee's debut novel of the same name which was originally published in 2017 the prime video movie will be directed by michael showalter who will also produce alongside anne hathaway kathy shulman gabrielle union kian glass eric hayes Jordan Malak and the book's author. So Anne Hathaway is to star as Sophie, a 40-year-old divorced mother whose husband left her for a younger woman. And after he cancels a trip with their 15-year-old daughter to Coachella, Sophie steps in to save the weekend, braving the crowds and desert heat. But soon she meets 24-year-old Hayes Campbell, loosely based on styles mm. the lead singer of the hottest boy band on the planet august moon again loosely based on one direction yeah. and her weekend trip turns into a whirlwind life-changing romance this was never supposed to be a book about harry styles robin lee previously told vogue it was supposed to be a story about a woman approaching 40 and reclaiming her sexuality and rediscovering herself just at the point that society traditionally writes women off as desirable and viable and whole a few years ago, my husband was away on business, and I was up late surfing music videos on YouTube when I came across the face of a boy I'd never seen in a band I'd never paid attention to, and it was so aesthetically perfect, it took me by surprise. It was like art. Robin added, I spent a good hour or so Googling and trying to figure out who this kid was, and in doing so, I discovered that he often dated older women, and so the seed was planted. Robin is an actress herself with a 20-plus year career in roles in films including Fifty Shades of Grey, sequels Fifty Shades Darker, and Fifty Shades Freed. Lee noticed herself getting fewer auditions as she aged. You're no longer the hot one. You're no longer the girlfriend. You're not even the hot wife now. You're the mom, she said. It really broke my spirit, and I was angry about it. And so a lot of that went into this book. As it stands, Prime Video is yet to reveal who will be playing the characters inspired by Harry in The Idea of You or a release date. Production on The Idea of You begins in October, and a release date has not been set. Nice. Yeah. I'm actually, like, pretty... I would watch that. Like, I think the concept is really... Like, I like that she was just, like, it's not fan fiction mm -hmm. in the way, but, like, yeah, it was it was inspired by Harry. And, like, she's not wrong. He does date older women. I think she's right of just, like, how many movies do we have of, like, some old washed-up schmub of a man uh -huh. getting the hottest 26-year-old, <laughs> like, known to mankind, mm -hmm. right? So, like, I don't know. I kind of like that the roles are reversed. You know what I mean? Where yeah. it's just, like, some... Well, I don't dislike it. Right, right. I'm excited to see. Hopefully, they have, like, a better actor than the after movies to play Harry. But <laughs> I don't like talking about the after movies, so that's why we don't on this on this podcast, because... We stay far away. I don't like them. That's and, uh, But, yeah, I think it... I, I It's exciting. We have Anne Hathaway, who is a hot MILF. She is. She is. The hottest MILF. I love her. So, I don't know. If I could just see her in a sex scene... Listen, I'm not going to complain. I told you I watched The Devil Wears Prada fairly recently. Yeah. Like, within mm -hmm. the past month and a half or so. Like, for the first time. Yeah. It was, she's it was, great. She's great. Yeah. Any, I mean, she was a big part of my childhood, too. Any role that she's in. Yeah. Did you see, like, Ocean's Eleven? Yeah, I saw she's Ocean's Eleven. Hot in that movie. What is, what is it? Ella after... Ella Enchanted? Yeah, Bitch, Ella Enchanted. That movie was my movie as a kid. One of my nicknames at work is your, Maya your Thermopolis. <laughs> your favorite movie of all time is Princess Diaries 2. Because it has both Chris Pine and Hathaway in it. Listen, I love me some Chris Pine. I just forget about him because he has no social media presence. He doesn't. So good for him. Good for him. Honestly, like yeah, fuck yeah. The way he looked too, girl. He was the star of the show at that Venice Film Festival. It's the last I'll say about the Venice Film Festival, but he's the star of that show. It was good. I had a good laugh. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see the movie when it comes out. I think it'll just be far enough 
from Harry Styles. And I think her, the, like, author just saying, like, guys, it's not about Harry Styles. <laughs> it's just, like, inspired by him. Like, yeah. can we? But I do think it's funny that she worked on both Fifty Shades of Grey sequels. <laughs> because it's like, come on, girl. <laughs> the stars spoke. They aligned perfectly. Yeah. And they shined you down on you. You knew what you were doing. <laughs> you knew. Fan fiction was in your future. Absolutely it was. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Sydney. Yeah. You had an idea of what I was going to talk about yeah. today. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm not talking about that today. <gasps> <laughs> How do you do this switch on me? <laughs> Whoa. Shocker. I changed my mind last minute. Ooh. So I, I, I wanted, uh, for the fan fiction that I was going to uh-huh. read, I feel as though my level of storytelling is not... Really? I wanted to give it more time. Oh. Specifically because it is something that's near and dear to my heart and someone had suggested it. Someone had. They did recommend it to us. Yeah, they recommended it to us. Which I would like to say, everyone who recommended us something, we see them. We do see them. We see them. We check them out. It's just we're both very, very busy people. (laughs) We don't have all the time in the world. We want to like intersperse the recommendeds with like other things. But yeah, I have a, a list of like the things that people have recommended us. So and I'm like, I will get here. <laughs> yeah. So that will come in in the near okay. future, but not quite yet. No, I see what you mean. You were. I thought you were gonna say like, I don't have a level of storytelling. I was like, bitch, have you heard sincerely not? And the, <laughs> the problem is, I tell you this every time, and I don't know if I've said it on on mic. I hate listening to those back because to me, to me, it sounds like, yeah, man, and fuck, dude, and then this happened, and then the, the, like crazy shit, this happened. Like that's how I feel like As I. Not, like the most list, like some of the most listened to episodes that we, that we have. I don't take that into account <laughs> when I think about it. So, anyways, yeah, I feel like I needed to give it more time mm-hmm. because I really do want to do it justice, right. like the best that I can bring mm-hmm. as of me right now. Right. So I'm gonna give it a little bit more time just because it is an AU that fits your Ooh. aesthetic, kind of, and it's a beautifully told story. Oh. So I'm gonna put it off to the side for a little bit. Instead, last week, you got us into a big existential (laughs) crisis, kind of. And then after that episode, I was like, shit, what am I doing with my life? Where am I going? Who am I? I always listen to the episodes before they go out Mm. just to like, I don't know, second chance them and over. I couldn't listen to that one again because I was like, I can't do that to myself. (laughs) Like, I don't know why. I was just like, I can't listen to myself have an existential crisis on mic well i've already had two basically (laughs) so i spiraled a little bit yeah i mean like it wasn't a bad thing but then then came my yearly want to watch all of the hobbit and the lord of the rings extended editions which i did do this weekend yeah because rings of power came out last friday Mm -hmm. and so we watched those with my family and then me and my little sister ended up watching the hobbit Mm -hmm. and she really didn't want to watch the extended edition so i watched the extended edition (laughs) by myself because she's a little bitch god how how could she leave how could you fucking how fucking dare she only watched the return of the king extended edition i was like you fucking i watched so many scenes of the fucking ents doing nothing (laughs) only for you to come in at the very end and act like you're so much better anyway it's fine so then it got me thinking and i was like you know what you know you know i love lord of the rings Mm mm-hmm do you love Lord of the Rings? I've never watched them. You really have never, never watched, watched the you? Oh my I'm god. Sorry. One of my fondest memories with my father mm-hmm. is we both play D&D. He's the one that yeah. got me into it, that yeah. kind of stuff. When I was first learning how to play D&D and I was like learning how to DM, 
the one of the first things we did and honestly it's one of the most creative ways i've ever been taught mm-hmm. D ever was we sat down and we watched the movies and then we'd like make jokes we'd be like haha he failed his this role oh, or nice. like he did an at 20 mm-hmm. or like he rolled a 17 right. or like something like that so literally we watched the extended editions and throughout all three of the movies that's like all we did nice and it is one of my fondest memories of my dad to this day it's something that's hilarious and i love doing i still love doing it i was fucking doing it while i was watching it and he would pop in the room and he'd be like oh you know so i'm so surprised never, i'm so surprised i've never seen any of those movies i've never seen any of the hobbit movies never read any of the books obviously okay. i don't know why i just i somehow skipped it like in my girly in my life yeah it's like your aesthetic but i feel like I'm, I know I believe you fully, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like I think that everybody I know who has been into Lord of the Rings had parents who introduced them to Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's my parents fair. are not into Lord of the Rings. Like my that's mom okay. was a Star Wars girly. Uh-huh. Um, my dad is a sports guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the geekiest thing he's into is like Zelda. Um, that's fair. So I just didn't have parents who like introduce them to me because I feel like everyone I know who is into Lord of the Rings, their parents introduced them at one point. See, I have a very special connection to Lord of the Rings because again, my dad, my dad played D and D like all throughout his younger years, not so much in his twenties or that kind of stuff. But I was born three months before the first movie came out. Oh wow! And that was the first movie I ever saw. Nice. Was the literally the first? Mm-hmm. They couldn't find a babysitter Fuck to yeah. babysit me, so they took me to the movie theater, and I was quiet and I watched the entire thing. Nice. Like I didn't say anything once, and that's incredible for a three-month-old. Yeah, right. That's fucking. I was built different. Like period. That was the first movie mm-hmm. I ever. Not even like at home or right. anything like that. Like, right. Just first no. Your movie. parents were like waiting. Yeah. They were like, so we know when Maya's being born. Yeah. We know when this movie's being And my dad, like, released. forced my mom to go, because my mom's not really into that kind of stuff. Right. She doesn't mind fantasy, but yeah. Lord of the Rings is, like, married. the ultimate, like, not to be like that, but J.R. Tolkien, oh, I believe you. like, changed the way people mm-hmm. thought about their fantasy. story world. Yeah. Because he was so detailed with literally mm-hmm. everything that he did. Yeah. So. I think, like, the, uh, like, I don't want to say, like, the problem with, but I think, like, one of the issues with fantasy now is people are trying to be yes. that. No, no, no. That was a concern. Yeah. I, I was about to talk about that as well. It's it's just... He, he literally changed right. it for how people... Because right. he he was writing these around World War One, mm-hmm. And then they published in the late 30s, okay. early 40s. Um, off the top of my head. I mm-hmm. could be wrong. It's very much like everything after that was like people just like stacking info on info right. and on right. info. And it was like you really don't you don't need to do that yeah. to yourself if you want to that's perfectly okay mm-hmm. no one's gonna tell you not to it's just not required yeah and lots of writers think it is yeah which is like fine it's so it's okay so anyways mm. i know a lot about lord of the rings yeah. and i know a lot about like the hobbit and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. i have read the books the one book from J.R. tolkien that i have not read is called the silmarillion yeah <laughs> So, <laughs> for today's episode, because I watched all of them and I've been in such like a, a uh-huh. mood, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm finally gonna try and understand the Silmarillion. Oh my god! I didn't read it. <laughs> Let me clarify: I did not read the fucking book because yeah. those books are so hard to read. Okay, I'm not even gonna lie to you; mm-hmm. they are some of the most dense fucking books on yeah. the planet. It took me years to read Lord of the Rings. Damn. I'm not even joking. It's so hard. <laughs> so I did my absolute best today with the help of Don Marshall 72 <laughs> on TikTok. 
and a couple YouTubers. You know who Don Marshall no. is? Oh, okay. Um, he's was he the guy that you were saying before? That's like if he gives it his stamp of approval. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So on TikTok, he's known as the obscure Lord of the Rings fact guy. He is a treasure. I found him like <laughs> a good two years ago, and I'm following his account. He's obviously blown up. Yeah. Since then, like all the nerds found him, and with the Rings of Power coming in, mm-hmm. like they paid him to do promotions and that kind of stuff, which is like huge. I'm so happy for him. Nice. He's fantastic. Nice. Please, please talk to me, Don Marshall. I think we could be friends. <laughs> please recognize me, Don Marshall. <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, so on his TikTok, he has like a, here's everything that happens in the Silmarillion mm-hmm. in three minutes. And then I took yeah. that and I was like, okay, here's the absolute boiled down version. Let me add some more meat to that right. by watching these other videos and trying to gain a better understanding uh-huh. of what's what the fuck is happening. So... Since you don't know anything, no. I legitimately had thought you had at least seen them once. No. So this is going to be different for <laughs> you. I will try my best also, because we're going to do the first, second, and the third age. Okay. Uh, we're not going to do pre-first age, we're not going to do fourth age, and we're not going to do the end of Arda. We are not going to cover any of that. That was, oh like, God. too much for me. Dude, girly, when I say I know a lot, I mean I know a lot. I... I'm an encyclopedia yeah, I guess. <laughs> of knowledge right now. I, <laughs> I feel like... I'm the smartest bitch <laughs> on the I'm face of the, the earth. I'm the smartest human being that's ever lived. <laughs> so we're going to try my best to mm-hmm. decipher all of my fucking notes. Okay. And see how much I can remember of this. And explain it to you in a way that makes sense because okay. you never... You don't understand. And it's a lot of like weird names yeah. and that kind of stuff. Like I'm, I'm assuming you know the basic characters. Um, I think I know the basic characters. I know like oh, Elijah Wood's oh character. Oh God, she doesn't know any characters. <laughs> I know <laughs> Sam. Samwise. Um. So Samwise Gamgee. Aragorn. Right? Yeah. The pretty elf. <laughs> I that was gonna be my cold open, which was like Sydney. Who's my favorite celebrity of all time? Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom. Yeah. Boy, do I love me some Orlando Bloom. <laughs> I had such a good time And the thing weekend. is, is I know Orlando Bloom's in that movie. I don't know who he plays. Legolas. Legolas. He's the elf. Okay. But yeah, I know like... <laughs> <laughs> so, Frodo's character. Frodo! <laughs> Fro- there's Frodo. There's Bilbo. Yeah. There's Sam. Uh-huh. There's Merry and Pippin. Okay. There's Gimli. <laughs> there's Legolas. And then there's Aragorn. That's yeah. like the main... Got it. That, that That's the fellowship. Right. From the Lord of the Rings. Movies. I know, like, sometimes when I'm watching other things, like, people... Because, obviously, like, it is such, like, a cultural... Yeah. It, it's huge. It's huge. That, like, people will slip in things about Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So, I do... I know, like, bits and pieces. Because it's, like, very... I mean, it's, it's very cultural. It's very like, cultural. Like, e- everyone at least sort of gets, like, the Eye of Sauron. Like, yeah. everyone kind of knows right. what that is. I know the ring... Of- Everyone knows of the yeah. One Ring, so I will try my best okay. <laughs> to explain it. Uh, in my notes, I had not put that much about the actual Hobbit or uh-huh. the Lord of the Rings movies, but we can definitely get into them <laughs> if you would like to. I don't know how long this is going to take Got or it. how in-depth I'm going to go, because uh-huh. I could just give you the darn Don Marshall, this is the quick, the easy, and then right. we can talk about the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings. Right. I'm also not going to go past the third age, past the Lord of the Rings movies. I know that there's another couple hundred years of activity after that, and I'm not fucking doing it. You can go do that somewhere else, because that's an additional 900 years of history that I'm not going to cover. Yeah. So each age is about 4,000 years or so. When I... Okay. (laughs) 
I was talking about on my Patreon episode because the uh-huh. fan fiction that I read, I was like, I could use 300,000 more words of this. Like, it was so good. Yeah. Um, I read a 100 fan fiction, um, mm-hmm. Bellamy and Clark, and uh, I finished it and I was like, oh, but, I, but at the same time, I'm like, I know that like reading this, I'd be like, yeah, like, I would love three million more words of this because it was the best thing I've ever read. Mm-hmm. But then when you come to me and you're like, that's 900 more pages of history, I would be like, I don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> like, yeah. that's so much. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. There was a lot of shit that I would love to talk about, mm-hmm. but I was just like, you know what? It's not fucking relevant. Right. This doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. That would like, be like, we'd have to have like a four part series. I know. I wanted to read like verbatim the words anyway there's like this really famous love story that's in the Silmarillion Got it. and it pertains to a lot of lore uh-huh. but I was just like get the fuck out of here I don't have time for you I don't, we'll do it another time but Patreon, I don't know different Silmarillion holy fucking shit let's see if I can remember how to enunciate all of these goddamn names because <laughs> okay you say you love it so much and you're like I love Lord of the Rings and you're just like I don't fucking you have so much stress on your face <laughs> This is this is the average Lord of the Rings enjoyer. Okay. This is it's a lot. Because like it's also I was expecting you to at least know I'm sorry. That's okay. Like I shouldn't have played on it. We've right. literally never talked about no. it. So why would I assume that you know what it this is? This is a switcheroo from last month because you were like, Oh, so you actually know something about Game of Thrones. Yeah. And this month you're like, you know something about Lord of the Rings, you right? Don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> How are we friends still? Because you love and cherish me. Lord of, the, Lord of the Rings is a must. Okay, girly. You got lucky today <laughs> that I decided to educate you. All right? Okay. Silmarillion. Holy fucking shit. Basically, there's not even the universe. There's just one big god, and they call him the one, or his name is Eru Iluvatar. Uh-huh. Okay. We're going to call him either the one or Eru. Got it. So he creates... The lesser gods called the Ainur. Mm. Told you a lot of, there's a lot of names. Mm-hmm. And the Ainur are divided into two groups, the High Choir and the Low Choir. Uh-huh. The High Choir is called the Valor, and the Low Choir is called the Maiar. Okay. Okay. We're, we're doing great so far. So <laughs> basically. 15 seconds in. <laughs> dude, Curly, I'm so stressed. Because <laughs> there's so much information that if I fuck it up, it's not. So anyway, <laughs> the High Choir is made up of 15. 15 lesser right, gods, right. right? And their names are Mawe, Melkor, Umo, Ala, Orme, Mandos, Lorien, Tolkis, Varda, Ivana, Niena, Esle, Vere, Vana, and Nessa. They are like, you know what? I love being alive. Let's make Arda, mm-hmm. which is the physical world. Okay. There's, there's a big old map. I'm not going to show it to you anyway. So there's like... <laughs> The big one that you need to know is, like, Middle-earth, uh-huh. which is in the middle of Arda. Yeah. As the name would suggest. Got it. Middle-earth, yeah. right? And that's where The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings take place. Yes. That's, like, the one everyone knows. Got it. There's also Valinor, which they started talking about in The Lord of the Rings show. Okay. Or the, the Rings of Power, right? So Valinor is to the west of Middle-earth. And Got Valinor it. is, like, where all the Valar live. Because they're like, this is awesome. I'm having a great time. Let's let's party, you know, whatever. And so the the one tells mm-hmm. these Ainur and it's mm-hmm. like, you know what? 
make this place a good place so that my real children can live here. Real children being humans and elves. Got it. Those are his quote-unquote real children since he just created the Ainur. And yeah. was like, mm, go! <laughs> okay. So we'll talk about the Maiar later. They're not important right okay. now. Just put a tack in it. They're important <laughs> later. Okay. So Ale and Ivana, two of the Ainur, are married. Mm-hmm. Right. And they make some cool lamps, two lamps. I'm giving you the very simple. I'm, I'm making it very easy. Two lamps that light up Arda, mm. the physical world. Mm-hmm. And Melkor, that's a big name. Got to remember that name. Melkor is the one that likes to fuck around and find out. Got it. He's the quoted to be the smartest and most ambitious of the Valar. Got it. He's just He just knows it. And so he decides, you know what? I don't fucking like those poles. I'm the the lamps. I'm taking them. I don't like them. I'm destroying them. And they go, "What the fuck, man?" <laughs> so then Ivana makes these two trees called the two trees of Valinor, uh-huh. and they light up the world. So it's literally these two trees in the continent, quote unquote continent. I don't know what the fuck it is, continent of Valinor, uh-huh. and they literally provide light for the rest of the world. Okay, this is important for later. Okay. <laughs> I swear, I promise. I know it sounds fucking insane, but I'll, you like, look insane. I I feel <laughs> insane. And then Ale, after like not even that long, is just like, you know what? The one is taking too long to make these fucking humans and elves. I'm making dwarves. Okay. I think they're funny little dudes, and they're I they they like to mine. Uh-huh. I like them. Yeah. And I know, or the one is like, yeah, okay. Like they're funny. They yeah. You can you can do that. Right. But don't make anything else. They're fine. Okay. Okay. And Ivana, his wife, is like, you know what? I just made these two lovely trees and uh-huh. you decided to make these little dwarves uh-huh. that are like axe crazy. What if they fucking tear down my tree? Right? And so she makes a race uh-huh. of tree people Got it. called Ents. Uh-huh. To protect Valinor and nature makes and its whole. Yeah. Ents are very present in Lord of the Rings. Okay. That's that's the only reason I'm throwing that in there because people know what the Ents are, and they probably didn't know that the Ents were created by a Valar because of the dwarves. They're direct opposites. They're foils to one another. Somewhere in the mix, I don't rem- I don't know exactly why this happened, but it does happen. Um, Melkor, that big, the one that said like that said uh, fuck with me. I don't like lamps. Right, right, right. Um, they were like, <laughs> like lamps. Fuck Man, you. He would never do well on a home depot. And they're, yeah, they're like casting him into like oh, like Tartarus. Is that what it's called in Percy Jackson books? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like that where they're just like, go away for a little right. bit because we don't want to talk to you. Right. You're being a fucking asshole. Right. So then elves come and they live with the Valor mm-hmm. in what's called the Undying Land, sure. which is where Valinor is. Scratch scratch what I said about Melkor earlier. Okay. I do know why he was thrown okay. away in the prison off okay. to the side. So the elves come. They live in the Undying Lands. And then some of the elves are like, but what What else is there? Mm. And so they go and they travel to Middle Earth for a little bit. Okay. And they're like, let's go Let's go see our brothers, the men. Right. Let's like figure that out. And then Melkor goes, and he like snatches a couple of them and he makes the orcs. So orcs oh. are the evil versions of elves. Got it. So no drone, no anything like that. Right. Orcs. And he wasn't supposed to create anything else, right? Because they were like, you can have dwarves. Yes, and that's why else. 
they were like, what the fuck, man? We told you you couldn't do that anymore. Oh, let's anymore. be real. It's just like a new race of person. Like yeah. a new like a new type of, of creature came yeah. around and you were just like, hey, guys. What the fuck? What are those? And Melkor's just like, I don't know. I, you know what? That's crazy. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. And they were like, well, weren't you over in Middle Earth at the same time? No. Whoa. Oh, no. It must no. have been another Did guy. Did you see him in Valinor? <laughs> no. Did you see him in Valinor? No. No. And one of the elves like, I saw him in Middle Earth. And then he fucking kills him. Yeah. <laughs> so they were like, what the fuck? We, uh, I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> and then they cast him off in the Tartarus or whatever the fuck. I don't know exactly where the they The Tartarus version in Lord of the Rings. Something in the Undying Lands right, that right. holds him for the time Got being. It. Anyway, so a bunch of the elves from Middle Earth are like, you know, I we want we want to go check out we want to go see Valinor, which mm-hmm. is, like, the city of the Valar, mm-hmm. which, like, no elves really lived in. They just lived in the Undying Lands, but not Got with. It. So then three elves went over to go see it, and they were like, this is awesome. They had important names. I didn't fucking write them down, because I don't give a shit. Anyways. Not that important. No, and so then those three elves went back to Middle-earth and were like, yo, all the other elves, get your ass over here. Uh-huh. This place is awesome <laughs> and the I, the valor fucking love them elves so they're like come right. on over dog like it's great um so then the there's three tribes of elves right there's vainar uh-huh there's noldor okay and then there's is that a k what the fuck is that <laughs> um, you got that doctor's handwriting i really do um anyway it starts with a t they change names later so it doesn't really matter um, so then the three of them are like, fuck yeah. And then the one that starts with a T, they were like, you know, this place by the Misty Mountains is kind of fucking rad. <laughs> I think I'm going to stay here in Middle Earth. And the rest uh-huh. of the, the other two groups are like, bye, bitch. <laughs> and then they leave. <laughs> yeah. Like, they don't like them. Yeah. They are, especially, this is present in The Hobbit, which is later, mm-hmm. the rest of the Just elves. Just because they want to stay or was yeah, there Yeah, because, because they decided to stay right. behind. So the rest of the elves aren't really particular towards... Mm. The other thing, I also didn't explain to you how the elves and the humans work in this, because it becomes important later. Elves live forever. Yeah. And they have children, and those children grow up to look like they're in their 30s, and then they stop aging for the rest of time. Yeah. But there are, like, humans are mortal, and they live the same as you and I, right? And same with dwarves. But if a human and an elf decide to get married... Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they decide to get married, usually the elf has to give up their immortality and become mortal. Oh. Or, like, I know Elrond was also born from a human and an elf. Got it. But he was born and he got to choose. He got to choose whether and wa- whether or not he wanted to be an elf or a human. Okay. He also had a brother. He chose to be an elf and his brother chose to be human. Got it. Elrond, this is the moral of the story. Elrond is always pissed about something. Okay. Elrond is always upset. Yeah. It's fine. He's not even really alive yet. We're still in the first age. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Would you rather be a human or an elf? Go. Human. Okay. I don't want to live forever. Got it. Yeah. Plus, elves are really fucking pretentious about shit. I wouldn't want to be like that. Okay. Couldn't be me. (laughs) Anyways, there's also, like, a different, not race of humans, but there's, like, a sub... Anyway, we'll get to them later. Okay. They're important later. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I'm I'm going through it right yeah, now. Yeah, you really are. So a bunch of the elves are like, fuck it, we out. We're going to Valinor. We're going to live with my bitches, the Valor over here. Yeah. It's going to be great. Get into it. So 
um, both the Vaynar and the Noldor races are like treated pretty respectively uh-huh. by the Valor. But some of the Valor appreciate the Vaynar more, and then some are like the Noldor. Got We're going to focus on the Noldor for the most part. They are more focused on like crafts and arts and like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, holy fucking shit. Now we're getting into the names. This is annoying. Basically, one of, one of them has a kid and the kid's name is Fainor. Fainor is a big name. You gotta know Fainor. Okay. Gotta know Fainor. So, Fainor is like, you know what? He, he's like this really proud, he's got a lot of pride about Mm -hmm. things. He's like, I'm, I'm fucking good at everything. Right. I don't need help from nobody got it and so him and a bunch of the other elves are like you know what we're gonna release melkor if he promises to be on good behavior oh and of course melkor's like yes 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 yes, yeah yeah i uh yeah shit probation (laughs) and so they're like you know what get out here and so melkor actually starts teaching them a lot about like art and like that kind of stuff oh and he learned a lot while he was in jail yeah fainor was like fuck that guy i don't need his help i know what i'm doing i'm so great right and so then Feanor is like, you know what? I'm going to make the Cimmerils. And the Cimmerils are, it's so, it's so annoying. I fucking hate this. <laughs> so the Cimmerils You're are. You're like, actually, can we record tomorrow? It's like a big new episode. Can we not do this right now? <laughs> but I got to get through it. So the Cimmerils are three stones. Mm-hmm. Count them. One, two, three. <laughs> that can take the that hold the same light uh-huh. from the two trees of Valinor, right. which is like <laughs> someone made like I think a uh, creature made this. Yeah, and, like the Valor are like that's cool as fuck. We like you so much, you know. And so they he makes the Cimmerils, and then Melkor decides, you know, I'm gonna start a race war. Shut up. <laughs> And so he starts talking to, like, the Noldors, and he's like, you know that the Valor like the Vaynor a little bit more, and that they're thinking about casting you out. He gossiped his way into a war? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut up! Yeah. We stand Melkorn, not to be like that. Um, so then the Valor kind of catch wind of this, and they're like, you know what? We're going to have a festival for all the elves, because we love all of the elves. And so, woo, they start having, like, this festival. Uh-huh. While this festival is happening... Melkor goes and kills Feanor's dad Shut to up. take the Cimmerils, and he takes the Cimmerils and goes, snatch! And then he hires this, it's called an Ungolian, it's a giant spider, uh-huh. and that giant spider goes to the two trees of Valinor and sucks the life out of them, so there's no light ever! <laughs> Is it bad for me to say, like, I feel like if you were an immortal god, that's what you would be like? Just, like, <laughs> truly, you, I, at some point, you were like, I just want chaos. Life is so boring. I, I'll take it. <laughs> Belcor's rad as fuck. Most people wouldn't agree with me, but yeah. So he takes them and he's like, well, fuck you, I'm going to Middle Earth. Oh my god. And you know, he speeds his way over there. So he kills Feanor's dad. He makes... So the way that the Simrils work is that they are made of pure good. Mm. So because Melkor is evil, it burns him to touch like touch the stones. Uh-huh. So he makes a crown out of the Simrils. Uh-huh. So three stones and a crown. Um, and yeah, then he runs over to Middle Earth and is like, I'm going to take over Middle Earth. Uh-huh. It's going to be great. Um, and so now Feanor now calls Melkor Morgoth, which is important because the Rings of Power show is all about Morgoth. I don't know why they don't fucking call him Melkor. I'm sure there's a reason in the book. I didn't read the fucking book. I just know the facts. <laughs> and the fact is they changes his name. They change his name to Morgoth. Right. So the rest of the time, Melkor equals Morgoth. Got it. That's the name he goes by now. 
because apparently if you add a th at the end of something it's evil okay and then fanor is like i'm gonna i'm gonna kill him i i hate him i'm gonna kill him that's my on my life i'm gonna kill this bastard so then he goes nut and he starts killing some of the elves that tell him not to go to middle earth and he's like bah, 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 bah. and he he goes into the boats where the other stop laughing i'm trying to give a recount of the story <laughs> so you know the race of elves that start with the t you know how some of them went to uh-huh. went to the undying uh-huh. lands they they're the ones that made the boats like they're, they're the like the real crafty uh-huh. ones and so fanor runs over to these boats and the other the 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 Vainar are also like we're gonna come to Middle Earth with you to stop Morgoth, like that's no good. We don't like that. And Feanor is like, "Fuck you!" And he burns all the boats that he doesn't need for his own people. And it's like, "I'm doing it myself. I know what I'm doing." And he goes nuts, bro, like fucking nuts. So he's just kind of like berserk, right? Anyway, he starts a 500 year war. That's a long time. Really, nothing happens. Five hundred years is a long time. Yeah, it's it's a long time. So things don't go well. Right, right. Um, only a few of the elves survive this encounter. <gasps> a big name is Galadriel. Okay, she is in the Rings of Power show. She's in the Hobbit, and she's in the Lord of the Rings. Got it. So she's one of the few elves that traveled over to Middle Earth, okay. fought, and then also came back. She is that also the same actress. Um, in the show, no, but uh... it, for the movies, it was. It was Kate Blanchett. Yeah. So. Love her. We love Kate Blanchett. Anyway, she is an elf. We'll get to the to the actual rings later on. Those don't happen for a while, but she is an elf that holds a ring. Okay. Which is means she's powerful. Got it. That's that's what the rings mean. Got it. They don't really mean anything else. I think that's so, a very big thing that they mean, though. <laughs> I mean, it's really just the one ring, but like, um, who gives a shit about that? Right. I hate you. <laughs> Listen, man. I'm tired back. Anyway, Elrond's dad... I don't fucking remember his name. I don't give a shit. Uh-huh. Elrond's dad sails back to the Undying Lands and like, oh fuck, I think there's other shit that happens before that. <sighs> Couple quick things. Okay. So there's the elves that started with the T. They live on the outskirts of the Misty Mountains mm-hmm. and they make a barrier. It's called the Girdle of Mel... How the fuck do you say this? M- Melian. I don't know. M-E-L-I-A-N. It literally could be anything. Sure. Um, I just thought it was funny that it was called the girdle. But it's big because they it's like there's literally like this barrier of good that mm-hmm. like Morgoth can't get his like little fingers on because he's just not allowed to enter. Mm-hmm. So um but 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 most of Middle Earth is like fucked. Like they don't have magic elf powers. Sure. What the fuck are they supposed sure. to do? It's the plight of being a human being. Yeah, so Morgoth is like tainting the world with this like bad energy got it he runs out of energy at some point um just to make sure that the world still has some light mm-hmm. to explain the sun and the moon um aeon and ivana who made the trees made the lamps they did all this shit they when the trees were sucked of their life they found a seed and a fruit from each of the respective trees and that's the sun and the moon they said throw those bitches into the sky they circle that's what's going on. Was that Adam Driver? Get throw that son of a bitch out of the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That explains the sun and the moon. So there's still like okay light in the world. Okay. It's not total darkness. Okay. It's the simrols or or the trees are fucking cut down. Um, a place that you need to know that's of note is called the Gondolins. They are a secret civilization. They live in the mountains. Got it. In the Lord of the Rings movies, there is the city of Gondor. It is that race of men. It is men that live. Anyway, it's just a cool fact. 
Okay. You don't know anything about that, but that's for the people that do. Now you know. Um, Morgoth eventually, through a really convoluted way, which is, uh, I'm not getting into that right now, um, finds out about these, like, he originally found out about them and was like, holy shit, they're gathering forces in the mountains. Uh-huh. I, I need to fucking kill them. So he finds a way in and then, bah, 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 kills them all. <laughs> the one story that I wanted to read that I don't know if I will is a guy was, ch- he's in love with this elf chick and the, his, the elf father is like, Fuck you! She's not dating a human. You know what? If you wanna if you wanna date her that badly, you have to go steal one of the Cimmerils from Morgoth. Uh-huh. Try and do that. Right. Bitch. Uh-huh. Anyway, he does uh-huh. out of the power of love or yep. like whatever the fuck. Yep. Um so that was a big thing. And that's um I think the greatest <laughs> love story of all time in those lands. E- yeah. yeah. Was, they talk I think they mention it in Lord of the Rings, like the movies actually um but then after that like this is the point when elrond's dad sails over to the undying lands mm-hmm. and it's like please valors please high choir fucking help us yeah we, we don't know what the fuck we're doing we're dying you gotta help us and they said that was a good speech yeah we'll help <laughs> so the way that they end up helping is i didn't know this because in the don marshall version it was just like bam they help that's it the way that they help is they create five spirits that are sent over to Middle-earth to directly oppose Morgoth uh-huh. as, like, a force. And okay. these, they are given random names. We now know them as Gandalf, Sauron, Radagast, and two other bitch wizards that were two... Okay, so originally, originally... Here, here we go. Here we, here we <laughs> go. It started out with three, and one okay. of the original three was Gandalf, and then the other two were, like... We're too scared to go over to Middle-earth. Uh-huh. We don't want to fight Morgoth. And Gandalf said, just make more. Just make two more and then send us over there. So he made Radagast and Saruman. Radagast said, fuck them bitches. I'm living with the ends. I love nature. I love squirrels. And he has bird poop in his hair. And then Saruman is like big brain knowledge. Super powerful. So that explains them. That explains the wizards. They are technically considered Maiar. Remember what I said? Maiar were important earlier. Yes. So Maiar are the low choir of the lesser gods. So they are very powerful. Oh, okay. But... They're not like, like they're immortal, they're powerful, but they're not as powerful Got as it. the Valar. They don't really have any creation or Got anything, it. but they do have magic. That's what Gandalf is. He's a wizard. Got it. That's super cool. Also of note, other Maiar are Balrogs. I know you don't know what a Balrog <laughs> is. It's a huge thing from the Lord of the Rings movie. They're basically like big demons. Got it. But they used to not be evil. And then Morgoth was like, come on over here. And a bunch of them were like, yeah, okay. Okay. So some of them work for Morgoth some of them don't it doesn't really matter because the only one that you see in the Lord of the Rings is evil and we don't fucking like him Got it. but he's rad as fuck that seems to be Get your consensus bitch. for every evil person yeah they're cool and I like them you're em. like evil rad as shit though hell yeah um so then they the the Maiar go over mm-hmm. Gandalf is like, fuck yeah, we're gonna go get him. And Morgoth, because he has spent all of his evil fuel corrupting the land of Middle Earth, uh-huh. can't really defend himself. Got it. And he gets snatched and thrown into jail yet again, right? He's gone. Uh-huh. And then Elrond's dad is stuck flying a ship in the sky. I don't know what the fuck that means. Okay. But he's up there and Elrond's pissed about it. Okay. That's the only thing that matters. So. But he's always pissed. Yeah. And then. The other two Cimmerils were found by two brothers. This is a very 
that's a whole other story that I'm not going to get into okay. right now because they've been intermingled with like a lot of shit that happened and I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, the things with the stones, what did I say earlier, is that they are pure good. So if you obtain them through any evil method, they will burn you to the touch. Okay. These two brothers killed people to get right. the Cimmerils. Right. So when they touched it, they're like, ow, what the fuck? Why is it doing this? One of them said, I can't do this. I thought I was a good person. He kills himself. <gasps> the other one goes, I don't want to touch this no more and throws it into the ocean. So where the fuck did the Cimmerils go? I don't fucking know. That's my answer. So now we're into the second age. That was the first age. Second age. Let's go. Anyways, <laughs> another Maiar of note is Sauron. We all know the name. We... <laughs> he was... He was made during the first age and then recruited by Morgoth to be like, uh-huh. get on over here. And he went, yeah, okay. So now he is a disciple of Morgoth. And now that Morgoth's locked up, he's like, it's me time, right. baby. It's all me. It's right. all coming up. It's all coming up. <laughs> <laughs> we love him. So the thing with the Maiar is like, they're basically immortal, right? Uh-huh. So they... Even if they quote unquote die, their will and their soul still mm-hmm. continues on. That explains the Eye of Sauron. That explains why he's attached to the One Ring. Got it. And that explains why Gandalf comes back after Gandalf dies. Spoilers, I know that happens anyway. Are you okay? No! So anyway, during the Second Age, Sauron goes, it's all coming at me. I'm, I'm doing it. Uh-huh. He starts gathering forces in Middle-earth. <laughs> and there's this really cool island that the humans got called Numenor. And this is where it's like Atlantis. It just kind of sprung up Sorry, out of the ocean. You just, Numenor just made me think of Huma Numa Numa Numa. How fucking dare you? I, listen, it's not. I see musical too. Huma Numa Numa Numa. Apuiki, Apuiki, Upupu. How about we don't do this right now? Huh? I'm trying to relate, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to relate. Numenor. It's basically Atlantis. Uh-huh. The one was like, humans are fucking cool. Give, give them a thing in the sea. Okay. Spring that bitch up. Yep. Um, so the thing with Numenorians, I hate, I hate talking like this. <laughs> when I was doing all the research for this, I was like, what if I talk in a British accent the entire time? <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious? So the Numenorians, right, they are the special race of humans that live they live for an extremely long time, mm-hmm. but they don't live forever. They're still mortals. Okay, that's important. Cool. What do you mean by long time? Like, um, I don't fucking know. They don't give me numbers. I'm, oh. I'm just here. All right. Right. But they live a long time. Right. Um, here's the thing. Aragorn from Lord of the Rings is a Numenorean. Um, which one's that one again? Long hair. Black hair. Black hair. Not... Not Orlando Bloom. No. I've already forgotten his name. No. I'm fucking <laughs> I'm you. so sorry. You fucking... Anyways. So the thing with the Numenorians is that they live a long time. They're also super cool. Um, Aragorn is a descendant of Numenorians. Mm-hmm. The Numenorians were the kings of men for okay. a really long time. But... So... Uh, one of the... You know, they live separate from Middle-earth. And as Sauron was, like, taking over Middle-earth, one of the kings of Numenor was like, Hey, that's kind of fucking scary, and I don't like that. Uh-huh. Right? So they take a bunch of their troops, they go over to Middle-earth, and they capture Sauron. And they're oh. like, yippee! We love this! That's what Sauron wanted. Okay. He he wanted to get captured and get taken He's playing Numenor. chess while they're playing checkers. Absolutely he is. Yeah. Bitch! 
Slay. <laughs> yes, go queen pussy yes, boss. Yes, boots. What? I can't fucking remember. Slay the boots down, Houston, on repeat. Yeah, yeah. So, Tauron, um, because he's a Maiar, and they don't really know that, he has the ability to shapeshift. Mm-hmm. So, he changes into a man and starts spreading rumors again. Got it. Where it's like... I love that dwarves are just... Aren't you guys rumors. jealous that the elves can live forever and oh. you can't? Isn't that kind of fucked up? And a bunch of the humans go, yeah, bro, that is kind of fucked up. The fact that they can start wars just by, like, gossip yeah. and rumors. It's hilarious. Also, humans are weak. The name of Sauron in his human form is called Anatar. This is a fun fact. Okay. I wrote that down for some reason. So, Farazhan takes most of his men to the undying lands uh-huh. to try and quote unquote steal immortality from the elves even though they don't realize that that's not a thing that they can do because they're stupid uh-huh. sauron's like this is awesome they're everything's <laughs> coming up me you know like it's pretty cool so while they're gone sauron is like i'm the king of numenor now bitch oh my god it's mine and then the humans go what the fuck and they try to take it back at this time, um, Isilador, it's important from Lord of the Rings, steals a fruit from the White Tree of Nimloth, okay. which was gifted to, by the elves to the humans of Numenor as like a sign of goodwill and grace. Got it. He takes one of the last fruits before it gets destroyed, and then they scurry off to Middle-earth. He is important because he's the king of men. He is Aragorn's grandfather. Okay. The whole thing. Okay. Anyway, he, comes into, he comes into play later. You say that a lot. But I haven't been wrong yet, okay? (laughs) I know what I'm talking about, all right? Um, Go back to the British accent. (laughs) Okay, all right. Sauron. Shit, do you want London? London ain't got no T's in it, though. (laughs) So Sauron, while in Numenor, is like, you know, I'm going to make a bunch of rings. I'm going to make a ton of rings. Uh That went Australian, but it's fine. So Sauron, uh, with the help of an elf named... Celebrimba. Okay. Mm-hmm. We love that. Makes a bunch of rings. I don't remember the exact numbers. Don't fucking get on my dick about this. There's there like, like a lot, a lot. Not like a lot, but there's like nine for the kings of men. Okay. There's like seven for elves. Or oh, that's a pretty hefty number. Well, like I, okay, I think there's seven for dwarves. I think there's nine for men, and then I think there's three for elves. Okay. So basically, they're given to all like the big figureheads of yeah. like. You're an important person in this civilization. You get a ring. You get a ring. That kind of stuff. And while he's doing this, Sauron's like, wouldn't it be funny if I made one ring to rule them all? Wouldn't that be fucking hilarious? And he does. And then the rest of them find out because they thought it was a sign of goodwill Uh to be like, wow, we're all figures of power. We're all equal. He makes this one ring and then the rest of them find out about it. And they're like, what the fuck? Uh What the fuck, dude? We... What you had one chance to make this right and you <laughs> fucked it up. So altogether, he really learned from his mentor. I will say, oh, absolutely, yeah. Pop off, bitch! Yeah. Like we slave, yeah. <laughs> we love. Anyways, so all three, all three kingdoms, basically dwarves, man, elves, band together and have this giant war. And that's where you get a glimpse of it at the very beginning of the first Lord of the Rings movie where everyone bands together and they go to kill Sauron and his forces Mm. in Middle-earth. And then they chop off the hand of Sauron and Isilador, one of the kings of men, Uh takes the ring off of his finger and they go to throw it in Mount Doom. Got it. 
Right. Mount Doom is the only thing that can destroy this ring. It uh-huh. is the only source of fire that's hot enough. It's lava. But it's the hottest thing ever. Like, it's the only thing that can melt Got it. The, the one ring. Got it. I don't know why everyone knows that as a known fact, but it's a fantasy world. It can be whatever the fuck Yeah, you know. Right. Also, so, I love the the names like Celador, Aragon, yeah. Mount Doom. Trust me, girl. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> so they're like... The whole of... That's all Mordor. Mm-hmm. That's a rat as fuck name. Right. Mordor. And then Sauron. there's... Sauron. There's Saruman. And then there's Isengard. And then they're like, Mount Doom. <laughs> the Black Gate. Uh, I would you expect to find that... anything better? I would have expected to find that at, like, an uh, arcade game from the 80s that's just like, you're trying to get to Mount Doom. Yeah. Ba, ba, ba. I mean, yeah. They have, like... Iru Ilavatar and the right. Ainur and the Velar and the Maiar. At that point, was he was just like, oh fuck, I forgot, I have to send this manuscript in. Uh, well, it's also like a whole. It's a whole. Lord of the Rings is a whole allegory against the Industrial Revolution. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. Right. So I understand giving it a very simplistic name. Right. It's just like fitting the context. I was like, cool. <laughs> One of these things is not like yeah. the other. Yeah. So Elrond. Goes up with Isilador. Elrond's been alive through, like, all of this. Right. He's a warrior, that kind of stuff. So he goes up with Isilador to throw this ring, but Sauron's spirit lives within the ring and tells Isilador, no, Damn. like, power, that kind of stuff. And Elrond's like, cast it into the fire! <laughs> and he, he turns around all dramatic, and he's like, no. And then, like, this is the start of, like, The Hobbit. It's a whole thing. Got it. Um... So that's basically the end of the second age. There's okay. probably a bunch of other shit that happens, right? I don't fucking care. Basically, the main things that happen in the third age, again, these each cover like 4,000 years. Know. And I, I just don't have the mental capacity right. nor the time to talk about it. Right. The main things that happen in the third age of man, they just call it the age of man because elves live forever. Got it. Um, is that the Hobbit happens and then the Lord of the Rings happens. Okay. So this whole time, like... The ring has been present. It's still around. Right. And that means that Morgoth, through, like, Sauron's influence, has slowly been accumulating power. Got it. So the Rings of Power TV show happens during the second age of man. Okay. So it mainly focuses on Galadriel and Elrond, Mm -hmm. as well as some of the dwarves and some of the men. Okay. But it's mainly what is happening with the orcs, why... How is Morgoth accumulating power? How mm-hmm. is Sauron accumulating power? Sure. Where the fuck is the ring? Right. What's going on? Right. So the main things that happen in the Third Age, the Hobbit starts Third Age in the year 2941 and happens for I don't know how many months, but it goes through 2942. So okay. less than a year. Right. The, the events of the Hobbit are Bilbo Baggins of the Shire mm-hmm. is recruited by 12 11 dwarves 12 i don't fucking remember okay um either 11 or 12 dwarves and the thing is like they are from the misty mountains Mm -hmm. that is where one of the big dwarf kingdoms is from Mm -hmm. and it was taken from them i don't remember how many years before but by a dragon named uh, uh, smog that's benedict cumberbatch yeah who's voiced by benedict cumberbatch right so the point of it is that the the son of the king that lost 
what what it's called the lonely mountain mm-hmm. it is literally like the only mountain in like this big radius right it has one of the largest dwarven mines underneath mm-hmm. it it has what's called the arkenstone underneath it which very well could be a simmeril and i just don't fucking i wasn't aware of it i don't know okay I, I can't give you if a yes or no on that sure but basically his name is thorin oakenshield son of thrain goes on this big thing to find all these other dwarves Mm -hmm. and they all agree to help him because he's the true heir and yada 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 and so gandalf i think i would be more of a gandalf because he he just kind of is there and like oh haha see okay the thing is is i think you'd be there for like the first couple hundred years but i think there at a point you would just be like god life is so boring that's god life is so fucking boring i have to do something you guys are just too peaceful this is so boring. Mm-hmm. I think for the first couple hundred years, though, you just like show up. They would just be like Maya the Great, and then you'd pop, and you'd be like, "You talk about me?" <laughs> Fuck yeah! But then after a while, you'd just be like, "God, you guys are so fucking boring." <laughs> you guys, there's been too much peace. I gotta start some shit, and then you'd sit and you'd be like, "What lie can I come up with?" <laughs> what gossip can what I gossip? pander out today? Hmm. Um. So yeah, they they go on this big long journey, mm-hmm. months and months and months. Bilbo Baggins is recruited. Whole lots of shit happens. They go into the mountain, and then there's, I think it's just called Lake Town. I don't fucking remember. Okay. But it's at the base of the Lonely Mountain, which is a kingdom of man. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the elves that start with the T that were relatively close. They all kind of band together to help get rid of smog. But then there's this war over the Arkenstone, over the gold that was mm-hmm. hoarded by smog. And that is called the Battle of Five Armies. That's the name of the third movie, but it is a major historical event that happens. So that's like the big thing. 76 years pass. And then Lord of the Rings starts. Okay. Or like the main journey. That's like not as long as I thought. No. Hobbits don't live horribly long. They live up to 160 years. Oh. Longer than humans. Yes, but not Numenorean. Okay. Numenoreans (laughs) live a really long Okay. Lord of the Rings starts... 59 technically if you want to get technical 59 years later so during the events of the hobbit bilbo baggins finds himself uh, in a cave underneath ground after they have an encounter with goblins right and then that's where he meets Gollum, and that's where he gets the one ring got it i don't remember when Gollum gets the ring but it's at some point it's much earlier and so then bilbo takes this ring you know, he doesn't really know what it does, but he knows that it can turn him invisible, so he just keeps it on him. Right. Gandalf has an idea that Bilbo has something that he's not supposed to, but Bilbo never says anything. So, 59 years after after The Hobbit, Saruman, which is one of the Maiar, uh-huh. tells Gandalf, he's like, hey, Sauron's forces are like getting kind of big, which means like the ring is still present. Right. Like, you need to figure out. We need to figure out what's going on. And so he goes to visit Bilbo Baggins again. And yeah, then he then it, things start to click. He goes away and for 17 years he studies like the powers of the ring. What happens, what races are uh-huh. affected by it, like that kind of stuff. Because some races are more easily affected by the powers of the ring. Got it. Like humans and elves and dwarves. We got weak little baby brains, you know? That's why the hobbits are the ones chosen to carry the ring okay. to Mount Doom. Because they are less affected got by it. the powers of the got ring. It. So it takes him 17 years to finally be like, holy fuck, Bilbo's got the ring. I gotta go get that. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> 17 fucking years for you to figure that shit out. Yeah. No wonder Sauron. <laughs> so You had to figure that out through seven. I could have been like, yeah, he obviously has it. What? You- <laughs> what? He wanted to be sure before he called him out. Damn. <laughs> he didn't want to be ratio. <laughs> <laughs> we stand Gandalf. I love Gandalf. 
<laughs> um, so then technically after the end of The Hobbit, 76 years later mm-hmm. is when he goes back and recruits Frodo okay. to take the ring to Riverdale, which is a kingdom of elf. Damn, another Riverdale? Yes. This is the Riverdale that I know and love. Okay. Fuck the other one. <laughs> so it it only takes them like not that long to get to Riverdale, but that where in Riverdale, now we're getting into the Lord of the Rings. This is the first movie, The Fellowship of the Ring. The entirety of the first movie is the recruitment of Frodo Baggins, uh-huh. Samwise Gamgee, uh-huh. Meriwether, uh-huh. and uh Mary fuck. And what is his name? I know the actor's name. Anyway, the other two. They're not like super important. Okay. I hate to say that, but I mean they are, but like it's for different anyways. So they go to Riverdale after like all this extra shit, and that is where the Fellowship of the Ring is founded. Okay. So the Fellowship <laughs> is Aragorn, Frodo, Samwise, the other two hobbits that I can't remember right now. Gimli, who's a great character, and then Baromir, who is a man okay. as well. Baromir gets they they make their way through the mines of Moria, which is where they meet the Balrog, and Gandalf fucking dies, okay. sacrificing himself against the Balrog to get make sure everyone gets out. Uh-huh. So they leave, and then they travel for a really long time to like go to this big lake and. Then at this point, Varomir has touched the ring once uh-huh. because Frodo dropped it and he was like, here, that was enough to get Varomir to be like, I need the ring. Give it to me. I can get rid of the ring. It's mine. And so Frodo runs off and at this lake, I don't remember what the fuck he's called. This is where the fellowship breaks up. That is the end of movie one okay. when the fellowship breaks. Uh-huh. So the second movie is called Two Towers. It's a fucking great movie. It's one of my favorite. It's like right up there with Return of the King. Those two are my favorite. Fellowship of the Ring is like, okay. And then those two, stellar. So the fellowship breaks up. Uh-huh. Samwise and Frodo are together and they end up meeting Gollum down like this river. It's a whole thing. But Gollum sees that they have the ring and he lost it. 80 years ago, uh-huh. roughly. And it's like, holy fucking, oh, my precious, get that bitch. I want her back. She's you you know what? You can't answer a question for me because I've never yes. fucking, what is Gollum? Okay, so Gollum technically is like a human, uh-huh. as far as I'm aware, but the power of the ring has kept him alive. Oh. He, the reason, so his name is actually Smeagol, S-E-S-M-E-A-G-O-L, okay. Smeagol. Um, that was his name as a human, but the only thing like he used to li- he lived in caves he would uh-huh. eat raw fish uh-huh. like all this other stuff he's gross i'm sure you've seen pictures of him yeah um the reason they call him Gollum is because when he coughs it's Gollum Gollum that's literally the he's reason he's like a pokemon yeah yeah <laughs> so he has like a split personality thing that kind of goes on where he talks to himself Got in like it. two perspectives so people call it the Gollum and then the Smeagol Got it so he but he's just like a human that was corrupted by the ring but kept aging like a human yeah so my guess is that he's probably a numenorian okay that was just influenced by the ring Got and it. he's been keeping safeguarding the Got ring it. Got it. so then it was taken by bilbo and now he sees frodo and he's like what the fuck give it back give it back to me he reminds me of like the squirrel from ice age that's fair that's a fair yeah, yeah. he's much more nasty yeah oh disgusting. yeah for sure he definitely tries to kill them 
once or twice. Got it. Um, but then they are... So does that rat, to be honest, though. Yeah. Then they are found by Faramir, who is Boromir's brother, okay. and then they are taken to where the riders of Rohan are staying because they think that they're traitors of some kind, okay. and they don't know what's going on. We're ner- Then we don't see them for, like, the rest of the movie. Okay. Fuck them. We okay. don't want to talk about them. Now we focus on Legolas. Um, <laughs> so Legolas, Aragorn, and Gimli are all together, and... They are like, holy shit, where is the ring? Where's Frodo? Uh Where are we going? The entire movie is kind of them tracking where the other ones have gone until they have a run in with wargs and Aragorn gets like thrown off this cliffside and they're like, that wasn't supposed to happen. So then they get tied up in this whole thing with Rohan, which is the another kingdom of men. Um, so we have the writers of Rohan. They're basically like the, the horse people. Uh-huh. They, control, horse girls. they like have all the horses, which is like super cool. Anyway, the king of Rohan can't remember his fucking name is being influenced by some bitch ass guy named Wormtongue. They call him Wormtongue, who is an influence, influencer from Saruman. Uh-huh. At this point, Gandalf now knows that Saruman, bad dude. We don't right. like him. He's right. being influenced by Sauron. How could that happen? Um, so <laughs> Sauron, Saruman is making... Rukai, which are artificial orcs. Okay. Orcs naturally are just bad elves. Okay. But he has found a way to produce them. They were them. the ones that were made by Mothman. Morgoth. Morgoth. Yes. Or Melkor. Okay. Either one. Um, yeah, originally. And like they could breed and like have kids and that kind of stuff. Okay. But then he was like, you know what? This isn't going fast enough. I need more. Oh. And so he started artificially producing them. So now he right, has because, like, you orb. think that, like, if you live for a really long time, like, the gestational period yeah. is longer, right? Mm-hmm. That's how I would look at it, at least, where it's just, like, well, maybe not, because some animals have, like, longer gestational periods than mm-hmm. others, even though they live, like... I, I literally don't. Know right, but that's, like, my guess, right? It's, like, oh, if you live longer... Uh, there very well could be an answer if you look it up. Right. Someone might have literally an answer right, for that. Right. I I certainly fucking don't right now. Currently, with all the information you've given me, I wouldn't doubt if, like, every single fucking thing has been thought through. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. Even, like, the color of wizards' robes indicates oh. their power level. So... It's like the radi- code. Yeah, so, like, the other two wizards that we don't fucking talk about because they're cowards, uh-huh. there are something the blue. Uh-huh. And then there's Radagast the brown, Gandalf the gray, Saruman the white. Oh! It's a power level. So when Gandalf dies, he's Gandalf the Grey. But then because his mission is not over, mm. the Valar recruit him into being Gandalf the White. Oh. Anyways, Gandalf does come back with Aragorn to Rohan. And then they weed Wormtongue out. And like, get the fuck out of here! Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the Urukai end up attacking. The, they know that they're coming to Rohan. So then they go to Helm's Deep, battle at Helm's Deep. Super fucking cool. Mm-hmm. One of the coolest. Like, I love that scene. Anyways, so after that, oh my god. Uh, um, um, there, okay, back to Frodo. No, we have to talk about the other two. Merryweather and Pippin. Um, they are with the Ents right now. Mm-hmm. They got split up during the, during the break of the Fellowship, and so they get caught up with the tree people. Okay. The Ents. Remember when I talked about them? Yes. They're now important. Okay. Woohoo! So then the Ents... The one that they write on, his name is Treebeard. We love Treebeard. He they talks. They write on him? Yeah, he like 
carries them on his shoulder. Oh, like, I thought you meant like around. right, like. Oh no no ride. <laughs> okay, I was like, damn, they've been carving shit into yeah. trees since forever. And they are near Isengard, which is the tower that um, Saruman lives in, okay. and the, which the Urukai are kind of like setting stuff uh-huh. up around. So they're causing mass deforestation to start birthing these Urukai and uh-huh. have mines, and the ends go what the fuck uh-huh we don't like that right you're cutting us down right we don't like it so then treebeard rallies all of the ends and goes we're gonna fuck up this hoe and they go <laughs> over and they literally destroy like all of isengard <laughs> at the end of the second movie and okay. it's like that's the one important thing that they fucking do which is like pretty cool yeah. admittedly so then faramir still has frodo and Samwise, and then fucking a Nazgul attacks him. Uh-huh. I know you don't know what a Nazgul is. Uh-uh. They're rad as fuck. They're almost like kind of dragon, like worm looking things. They're really cool. Surprisingly. Wait, is Smog an actual dragon? Smog though? is an actual dragon. Okay. So Nazgul's are different. Okay. We will watch these during the Christmas season. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to make you watch them during the Christmas season okay. because I need a mental break after this, <laughs> but I still would like to enjoy them because they're very funny and they're very good um so then faramir can't protect him so he sends him off and he realizes like they're okay guys and Gollum takes them to the black gate which is the entrance into mordor uh-huh that was the original plan was that the fellowship was going to meet at the black gate and then find a way into mordor to okay. get to mount doom okay next question can you explain to me that one cannot walk into mordor meme Yes, so that is Sean Bean's character. That is Boromir. Uh-huh. That is during the first movie. That is when everyone's meeting in Riverdale with uh-huh. the elves, and they're devising a plan to get the ring to Mount Doom. Okay. And so one of the fucking council members is like, Why oh, just go in. And that then he points up his thing, and he's like, one does not simply walk into Mordor. Because the elves don't fucking know shit. They live in their pretty little oh, mountain, got it. like, trees. So he's just spouting out his ass, basically. Or does can you I really mean, just not walk into Mordor? You, you literally can't. Oh, okay. You, you literally can't. Okay. Like, the Black Gate is the thing that barricades it, and it's surrounded by Urukai and orcs got and, it. like, all the, all got the bad it. shit. But he was just saying in a very pretentious way, like, one just does not walk yes. into Mordor. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Instead yeah. of just being but like, like, hey, you can't just they, they talk. That. They talk like that got throughout it. the entire movie. Got it, got it, got it. So they can't make it into the Black Gate because there's too many guards around, and so Gollum goes, mm-hmm. I know a different way in. You want to come with me? Oh. And Frodo goes, yeah! And Sam goes, no! Okay, so Why Sam is the smart one. Yeah, Sam is the... We... If you should take anything from Lord of the Rings, it's that Samwise is the true hero of Lord okay. of the Rings. Everyone loves Samwise Gamgee. Okay. He is... We love him. Right. So, now we're moving on to the third movie, Return of the King. Holy fucking shit. There's so much stuff that happens. I'm just going to try and sum it up. So, they get caught in a spider's lair, which is the un- ungoliant thing. It's a descendant of the ungoliant that sucked the life out of the uh-huh. two trees of Valinor. Oh, I got it. Um, her name is Shelob. Queen, we love. Anyway, she almost kills Frodo. She uh, poisons him. Uh, um, so then he gets taken to an orc tower that Sam has to go then find. Same with Gollum. And a bunch of stuff happens in Mortar. They get stuck for a little bit. At the same time, the the Legolas trio go over. They hear about Isengard and they're like, that's pretty cool. And then they go over to Gondor, which is where the... Uh, the gondolins were and they have carved out part of this mountain mm-hmm. to become like this giant castle it's super fucking cool right. i really like it and then um god someone is sitting on the throne that's not supposed to because technically it's supposed to be aragorn okay. and then aragorn like they realize gondor does gondor is like directly opposing the black gate uh-huh. so they can like see mordor uh-huh. from where they are right. and the, the entire time you can't put on the ring 
because the Eye of Sauron, which is in Mordor, uh-huh. will know oh. where it is. Okay, so Sauron's not like a person. He's like this eye now. Yeah, so he's accumulated enough strength uh-huh. to at least, like, do that much. Like, he can direct forces and, like, see. Got it. That's about it. Okay. But, like, from the end of the second century, uh-huh. second age, up until now, he's been, like, slowly gaining strength over time because the ring was not destroyed right. by Isilador. And he gains power by people believing in him? Um, mm, yeah okay yeah you could put it like that okay. like like saruman switched sides yeah and became like the spokes spokesperson okay you know and then they started making all these urukai so the land started becoming bad again right so then right the evil energy the, the meter started ticking this way got it got it from the good to the bad right and okay then he was like so he's like uh tinkerbell yeah okay you could put it like that yeah. okay so then uh a bunch of stuff happens in gondor aragorn is like you know what at, for the longest time, he was like, I don't want to be king. Like, Legolas has kind of known the entire time that he is supposed to be the king of man. Okay. But Aragorn is like, I don't want that. I don't want that sure. life. But finally, in the third movie, he's like, I do want it. <laughs> so then he goes and recruits a bunch of ghosts to help them with this war. It's a whole thing. And then, so the writers of Rohan, all the Gondolins, and like all the kingdoms of man kind of come together. They uh-huh. have this massive war. Uh, right outside Gondor. It's super fucking cool. And so they have this war, they win, and then they push even further to the Black Gate. Got it. And, uh, God, like a bunch of stuff happens. I, uh, it's a lot. Anyways, <laughs> the important things to know are Frodo and Sam finally make it up Mount Doom. Uh-huh. Finally, finally, finally. They get to the top and f- Sam is just begging Frodo. He's like, please, just throw the thing into the lava. Please, that's all I'm begging. And and then Frodo does the thing where he turns and he goes, no. And then he puts on the ring and becomes invisible. And then immediately the Eye of Sauron turns and is like, bitch, what the fuck? So then all of the forces that are attacking the Black Gate turn and start going to Mount Doom. And Sam is like, what the fuck is going on? Thing is, Gollum knows. Gollum knows where that bitch at. He's been played too long. Oh my god. He's <laughs> like cursed at he this point. He bites the finger that has the ring off of Frodo, <gasps> takes the ring himself, and then Frodo in a scuffle trying to get it back. They both fall off the edge. Wait, of... hold on. Okay. How? How? Like, what? The girly, we just gotta watch it. Anyways. No, <laughs> but like, how did it affect Frodo when he's supposed to not be affected so it, by they it? So just, they just get affected by it slowly. Not instantaneously like men. Because hobbits are inherently good creatures. Got it. That is the thing. Got it's it. like, men are pretty middle of the line. Yeah. They can be affected right. either way. Right, makes Same sense. Same thing with elves. Got it. So, and dwarves. They're right. both all middle of the line. Whereas hobbits are inherently good. Okay. They are, th- that's just how they are. Right. They don't really have a bad bone in their okay. body. Okay, That's why. The, the hobbits were created... See, that's the part I literally was going to look that up, but I was like, I don't know. You don't know when where hobbits were created? Mm, I'm assuming during the first age. Yeah. But there are like three races of hobbits. Okay. I wrote them down somewhere. Where are they? Yeah, there's three types of hobbits. So there's Harfoots, Stores, and Falahides. Uh-huh. Harfoots are the big ones. Um, they encompass most. 
that's the thing is like the rings of power show is going to focus more on them got it so i really don't got know it. the answer okay. i know that they are like a sub race of man got it they're not dwarves but they are a sub race of man okay. okay but they are just are inherently good got it okay that's just okay. the way that they were made okay so that's why during the fellowship of the ring they were like they didn't want to give it to the hobbits the hobbits were only recruited to take it to riverdale but then frodo was like fuck it we go all the way fuck it we ball we're sure. going so that's what happens with that and then uh so fingers bitten off fingers bitten off frodo goes mine and then they both tumble off the edge okay. of the platform and seem to go into the lava it's only Gollum in the ring that go into the lava Aww. frodo's hanging on to like the honestly rocks. good for him he needs to be put yeah in, put, put out of his memory yeah. Yeah. <laughs> put out of his misery so then everyone like Sar- the eye of sauron finally like curse explodes not explodes but like he right. and then right. he's gone and the rest of the forces are like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? Saruman falls off the edge of the Isengard oh. Tower, and he's he's fucking gone. And then the the eagles come. I know you don't know who the fucking eagles are. They're from a different land. We don't talk and talk about the eagles. The eagles come in and swoop and save everyone. And then Aragorn is crowned the king of man, finally and officially. And then it ends with them back in the Shire. Samwise gets married to the girl that he had a crush on before they Got left. It because um, the story only takes place over the course of seven months and two days Damn. Um, and then Frodo goes you know I'm gonna go to Valinor with some of the elves uh-huh. I'm I'm done I can't do this anymore sure Valinor is like the heaven it's like oh, you go okay. and you don't come back got it so they all sat and that's how the movie ends okay it's great yeah it's fantastic yeah I love it I can tell it's really good anyways so then the like there's another so, like 900 years yeah. of the third age more battles and that kind of stuff happen, but most things settle down. At the end of the Third Age and beginning of the Fourth Age, the rest of the Maiar cease to exist because there's no need for them anymore. So Gandalf, Radagast, and the oh, other two wizards cease to exist. Um, they just become like dust? Kind of, yeah, just like nothingness. Okay. Or I I think the more accurate thing is that they go to Valinor. Okay. And they're like done. Because their only purpose was to get rid of... Valinor sounds like Palm Springs. Like their retirement center. <laughs> <laughs> it basically is. So they, they kind of go off because the only purpose that they had was to root out the rest of Morgoth which right. was just Sauron right. at that point. So did Sauron also die when the ring was destroyed? Yes. Got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So Sauron's influence was completely over. Got it. So there is a fourth age of man. I know it's not too heavily detailed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just like some minor things that happen, especially in Middle Earth. And then there is something called the end of uh, Ardor and or whatever the fuck the physical world is called. But technically that is just a prophecy and not something that oh, Tolkien see. actually wrote. Okay. It was just like one of the characters had 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 a prophecy about it but other than that because technically the cimmerillion is just a five-part manuscript got it so the first two parts are like creatures and mythology which is like very short then there's the 24 chapter long anthology of the cimmerils which is why it's called the cimmerillion yeah and then the last two parts what the fuck are the last two parts um the last two parts are about various stories from the kingdom of men okay so about different prominent figures and about that kind of stuff i basically really only did the history which is the cimmerils right and then i told you about the hobbit right 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 right. so damn i could fuck 
I, I just info dumped on you really hard. Yeah, you really did. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to remember any of that. That's great because we're going to watch it. Okay. <laughs> but like the idea of like one man wrote all of that. One man thought of all of that. One man thought of all of that. Yeah. Like and that's fucking ridiculous. Not even thought of all that. Wrote it down. Because like thinking. Sure. The, the thing is like it was a manuscript and then his brother Christopher and uh, what's the other guy's name? Um, Guy K. Okay. They are the ones that sifted through all of the information Damn. and then edited it into a book format. Because J.R.R. Tolkien died. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then, like, I know that there's, like... Wait, just the Cimmerillion or, like, the Lord of the Rings? Just just the Cimmerillion. Got it. Okay. Because Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit were all published when he was alive. Got it. I know okay. that there are two editions of The Hobbit. I... Because I think one has a different style of writing mm-hmm. than the other because it's in Old English and Got it's it. really hard. Yeah. But I know The Lord of the Rings, I think, hasn't been edited too okay. much. They're fantastic books. They are very hard to read. Right. They are, like... You know, I'm glad that you guys got really good movies, though. Because, like, could you imagine fantastic. if, like, you had, like, really dense, really hard-to-read books and then, like, god-awful movies? Yeah. Well, like, I can't imagine the people that spent, like, their childhood, like, reading that kind of stuff and then hearing, like, it's getting made into right, a movie. Like, right. the fear. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> They're like, I know how dense and long those books are. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. I, I, I love it. Right. It's, it's a big childhood thing for me. Right. It's a big part of my personality. It's... I can tell, yeah. It's fantastic. I, I didn't... I really do love it. I didn't realize at first, but... No, but it's because, I, you know, I don't talk about it, but Lord of the Rings right. really inspired me to start playing Dungeons and Dragons right. and is why I'm super into fantasy you, and that kind of stuff. It's like... J.R.O. Token is like is that a heavy influence for like Dungeons and Dragons? Yes. So like even the Balrog that I mentioned in the Mines of Moria, mm-hmm. like the art from him is used in a lot of D and D. Like there are demons, there are Balrogs. Right. Like there's so many things influenced. I would say J.R.R. Tolkien's work and then the work of I can't remember his name right now. The guy that did Berserk, the okay. manga series. Okay. Those two are like the top two high fantasy really inspiration crazy and it's unfortunate that the mangaka of berserk died pretty recently because it's never going to be finished um but like dark souls elden ring all of those things are influenced by berserk and also lord of the rings wow like it's those are like the grandfathers even though berserk started in the 80s i want to say but like yeah those are like the two big right you didn't have anything like it before sure and now we do, sure. which is crazy. Do you think there, we're ever going to get anything like that again, or is it all just going to be influenced by... I mean, I would hope so, mm-hmm. but it's hard to say when, if you want to get technical, nothing's an original idea. Right. It's just a matter of what gets popular right. and what doesn't. So, I like, I would consider Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Elden Ring has a fuck ton of lore. Yeah. Like, almost as much, almost as much as, like, the similar. Right. Thing. Like, there's so much lore. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Dark Souls. There's a fuck ton of lore. And it's not even, like, in dialogue in the game. Mm-hmm. It's all stuff that you have to read through items or materials right. or, like, that kind of shit. So, definitely from software, which does Bloodborne, mm-hmm. Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Elden right. Ring, they do immaculate work. But right. they are heavily inspired off of sure, sure. Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, Berserk. Mm-hmm. Right. Crazy. It is crazy. That, like, I just, just the idea of, like, that took him, like, his whole life. Mm-hmm. there's like no way that like all of that like that's fuck it that's what feels like 10 million years yeah but that is one man right and when you're working in a company with like 30 other people who have a mindset like right. that yeah you can fucking bust out sure shit. 
Elden Ring? Don't even get me started on sure. Elden Ring lore. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it is literally ridiculous. And uh-huh. they're coming out with DLC. Mm-hmm. So I'm so sorry for info dumping. On no, me. it's okay. I screamed a lot. My you throat literally hurts. like I, I think I've never laughed more because <laughs> you were just but this and i also I, don't think you've been more like disjointed <laughs> yeah listen i'm gonna show you my notes this yeah. is the boiled down version okay maya this is the more detailed maya. version of what happens in the first the second and then just basic notes on the third maya. ages and you can see i'm like oh circles and then i'm going over here and then it goes over here and then down here and like these people do these things oh and, like, my god that's how my brain works so. i guess <laughs> yeah no wonder you were like i fucking what the uh, Listen, i could go on stephen colbert right now and i would answer every question successfully yeah i'd be amazing yeah i bet this information will leave my head within the next month I can guarantee you that. Shut the fuck up. Unless I end up actually buying the Silmarillion. That literally, but that seems like a year, pro- like a full, like you have no- nothing else to do, right? Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I've ever now since I'm like kind of in it. I'm like maybe I shouldn't just how, like, like need how a page long? A day. I li- oh, a page I a day. literally have no idea. I, I was like, how many no fucking idea. pages is this shit? Because I know the Hobbit is like the shortest out of all of uh-huh. the books. Three hundred and thirty-nine pages. See, this one says 365. Thanks, Google. Yeah, but see, what I'm saying is, like, they're small. They are so dense. No, I believe you. They are incredibly dense. That's, like, one of the reasons I can't really read classics. Because, like, yeah. the language that they use is so dense. And see, it, like, hurts. But my favorite book of all time is Dracula by Bram Stoker. Yeah. Which uses heavy, like, old right, English. Right, So, I, I I read The Lord of the Rings when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and it was like I really had to force myself to oh, read damn. it. So it was published September fifteenth, nineteen ninety seven, nineteen seventy seven. Excuse me. Happy birthday, Cimmerillion! <laughs> yeah, that was unplanned. Cimmerillion's a Virgo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was published posthumously by his son, Christopher Tolkien. Yeah, hold on. Let's see if I can read a passage from it. The music of the Einar. There was Eru, the one who in Arda is called Iluvatar, and he made the first Ainur, the Holy Ones, Mm. that were the offspring of his thought. And they were, oh my god, and they were with him before aught else were made. And he spoke to them, propounding to them themes of music, and they sang before him, and he was glad. But for a long while they sang only each alone, or but few together, while the rest hearkened, for each comprehended only the part of the mind that Iluvatar from which he came, and in the understanding of their brethren they grew but slowly. Yet ever as they listened, they became to deeper understanding and increased in unison and harmony. That is the first paragraph. I literally, this is like, how did you guys like come to a consensus on how to say these names? Because I'm looking at some of them and I'd be like, Aner? Aner? I think it's because, I think people know which languages he was like basing it off Uh of so then they just took the dialects and they're like yeah because he like made elvish like elvish is like a language that i think technically you can learn and learn how to write and like read i think like that and klingon like you can learn klingon and then also high valyrian from game of thrones got it yeah that's also crazy to me people just creating whole less ass languages literally and then like linguistics linguistics will like work on it with them and be like oh yeah like we could do this this this, and this crazy insane Oh my god. But like, could you, that man, that's why, like, I think that's why it, like, fucking baffles me. Because, like, 
I feel like J.R.R. Tolkien and, like, the people who made Klingon probably had the help of linguists, right? Oh, probably. This man was just, like, in his home mm-hmm. making a whole language, mm-hmm. entire history books, by himself, mm-hmm. no help, Yeah. nothing. Like, even the the first paragraph of what I read is from the first technical mm-hmm. manuscript, which yeah. is the mythology and right. creations. I don't know how to say that first word, that the what it's called. I... Oh, I, I knew I. Oh, fuck. Ain no. Dale? I Dale? I But then there's like an umlaut over the e. Yeah. <laughs> I Dale. I know. I literally, I literally yeah. don't know, but I know that other people do know, right? And they pronounce like right. they know how to, like Ainur. Everyone like Ainur, Iluvatar, Eru. Right. There's just things that they know, yeah. and I'm. They're very educated on right. it, and I am not, so I don't question. Are there, like, professional Tolkien scholars? Probably, like, yeah. They went to college for that shit? Probably, yeah. I wish I had the brain power for that, but even after doing all of this, I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> I gotta go home. Like, that that just baffles me. I think that is why, like, that's so impressive to me. It's just, like, it was just one guy doing all of this. Mm-hmm. Like, the work of a whole team, basically. Yep. Insane. Like, holy shit. We have high appreciation for J.R.R. Tolkien. And, like, not only did he, like, finish his books, George R. R. Martin, he then, like, created more that, like, he never released until after his death. Yeah. Like, were they finished, or did they have to finish them? Um, no, I think it was finished. Okay. I think it was just a matter of, like, gathering all of the information and then piecing it together Got and, it. like actually being like this is part of this volume sure. and this volume and then here's the tale of the pages that they had to like yeah organize yeah, yeah. That's at least like at least from what i was like reading and right. watching that's what i gathered because right. then be like we can only assume not assume but like we could think that like that was it was never meant to be published maybe like it for him yeah these are all his own personal like this right. is this was his knowledge of the world right. that he that he was using to write the books to yeah. make sure that he is yeah. accurate as possible. Yeah. That like, and they, the, yeah, they just found these manuscripts and were like, "Fuck, we gotta publish these." Right for whatever reason, yeah. but like, just all of that work to be like, the Cimmerillion is younger than my dad. Crazy. That's, that's weird. Fuck, that's fucked up. That's weird. <laughs> oh my god! But like, that's what baffles me. It's just like the. Not only did he do all of this work, then he was like, "That's just for me." It's okay if no one else sees all of that work that I just did. Huh? Holy shit. Anyways, the main takeaways from today are mm-hmm. Elrond is always angry about something. Always angry. Always you angry know what? I actually was going to... I don't know why, but I started thinking at one point that Gollum was just Elrond. No. Yeah. That is not right. Yeah. Gollum... Another takeaway from today. Gollum is not Elrond. No. Gollum is Smeagol. <laughs> We love Samwise Gamgee. Yeah. Love him to pieces. Yeah. Orlando Bloom's hot as fuck. Oh, yeah. And I'm my throat hurts. And Sauron is Tinkerbell. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of Canonically Incorrect. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok and Instagram and Tumblr. You can send us your fanfiction recommendations, or if you're a fanfiction author that would like to be on our show, email us at canonicallyincorrectpod at gmail.com. If you would like to support us, you can donate a one-time donation at ko-fi.com slash canonicallyincorrect. <laughs> you can subscribe to our Patreon monthly at patreon.com slash canonicallyincorrect. Thank you to our Patreons at Tumnal River and Riley C for your continued support. Donate to AO3! And we'll see you guys next time! Bye! Bye.